Big Fluff. The city's angry. Scarred. Like me. Our scars can destroy us. Even after the physical wounds have healed. But if we survive them, they can transform us. They can give us the power to endure and the strength to fight. Vengeance. This is Hobo Radio, and with me, Lars Periwinkle. How's it going? Doing all right. How about you? I'm good, man. Yeah, just just great. Just very excited for whatever the next hour is going to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm frightened. You're anything in particular? You're avenging? Just vengeance. Just general. Oh, okay. Vengeance. General sorta. Yeah. Like a- a goulash of vengeance. Well, I mean, now that you mentioned it, 20 years ago today, my parents were murdered, coincidentally. So, you know, that's... What? Yeah, and so that's making me think of the these murders on television, you know, that are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> we should get into this. Do you want to introduce our guest? Yes, I will introduce our guest. Um, our guest is um, is someone very special to myself and, and an old friend of the show at this point. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read her introduction the way she she wants me to say it verbatim, everybody. <laughs> Let me introduce the queen cunt of calamity, Julia Hershey. Oh, that was well done. Oh, <laughs> Thank wow. you. You're welcome. I've, it, this is exciting because I wasn't able to make it to the the ceremony that you had, the two of you, for your vows. But I feel like I'm getting to hear the vows that you read to each other. So it's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah. I, no. I checked out the day beforehand, I think. It's, no, right that wasn't with, our, that wasn't our, we didn't, we read no vows. Oh, Nothing yeah. happened that day. If anyone thinks they missed something that day, it was just the free food. Okay. I just, look, when I'm in the Discord. That was it. Nothing happened. When I'm in the Discord. Yeah. My dad showed up in a powder blue suit. Oh yeah, you're right. Amazing. So. I'm just telling you what, <laughs> have, what I hear in the Discord with Jonathan Monroe, like when he's messaging me <laughs> angrily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know what a Discord is or how to be in one, and I don't want to know. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Please, no one tell me. I, I only learned what that word meant like four years ago, and now they've turned it into meaning something else. So I'm really in the weeds here. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had a job that was like, we have a Discord server, and I never went on to that thing. So I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't want to know. I just staying away. Yes, I yes, I'm 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 be- becoming a, a little a little bit like that in my old age of like I'm not even going to try to learn that. I don't know what you're saying. 
Yeah. I'm a completely blank face right now. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. It's it's like, again, we're not going to get into this because we got more important things to discuss. But, the, you know, a certain, uh, you know, billionaire Hamburglar uh, bought Twitter. And a lot of people are talking about leaving it. And I'm like, awesome. Can we also leave all the other ones? Can we just right? sign off? Can we? When do we get to throw our laptops into the river and go live in a cave? Yes. Any day, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, Quit your jobs. <laughs> but keep listening to this podcast on your phone. Yes. Just this one and a select few others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. It was a a great experiment, everybody. We all participated in the experiment. We got a lot of data. Um, It didn't work. It failed. It went very poorly. Yeah, yeah, it failed. Stop this. We have enough data. The internet was a bad idea. Let's pull the plug. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We all these years later, we just ended up with more expensive and complicated, fragmented cable television. That was the biggest advance is that now do you want cable? It's 10 different streaming services and they're all expensive and have one good show. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And we also got that um, got that one cat. What's that? What's how Grumpy Cat? No, well, we got that. He met Grumpy I Cat. I met Grumpy Cat. That? Yeah. What? I don't yeah. like to drop name drop celebrities, but I did meet yeah. Grumpy Cat at a festival and it was great. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. I was, I'm like I was... a dick now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was more talking about that one cat where the lady comes around the corner and it goes, Oh, well, hi. <laughs> <laughs> right, I love that cat. So there's like, Four or five things that were good. There's four. There's four or five things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just cat. Con, confefe was pretty good. <laughs> remember, you know what I think? Probably the when the internet started, it was all downhill after that. Was remember when was it Inception? What had the brom? And then it was just people would edit that brom sound, the brom sound effect oh, into yeah. videos oh, yeah. of like people that- you know, like failing at things. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Or like, that was pretty good. Or like when American Psycho got yakety sax played over it. That was, that was pretty sweet. Anyway. Yeah, there were, man, man, there was actually some pretty good stuff. Maybe we should keep it going. Okay, fine. If we can circle back around to some of that stuff, like Broke yeah. Back to the Future, that one was good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's in my folder. <laughs> I don't know if that's a callback to a joke that wasn't made on this show, but I love it. People will just it wonder. Is. Yeah. Uh, all right, but that, we are we've assembled today. Uh, be- oh, are we going to talk about the movie now? Yeah, we're going to talk about the movie now. Did you? What happened? Did, are you playing? I something? played the sound. I can, yeah, I played the sound. It's I can't good. hear the it's sound. I, in my head, hopefully, can our you really not hear the sound. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It was. Do you really need it now that I perfected it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the sound now. That's <laughs> wah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, but yeah. Years so, so speaking of streaming services and unnecessary things and pulling plugs on <laughs> things that we don't need in society anymore. No, we've all assembled to discuss the Batman, which <clears throat> for people who have listened to the show a long time, we we were founded amongst Batman talk back in. 2008 you and i this show yeah yeah it was uh i want to say just a few weeks before uh the dark knight came out and we talked about that this was like pretty much a batman show for like a month at least a month maybe two that was pretty much all we talked about and it's it's not like that anymore we waited 45 days past the initial (laughs) 
theatrical release to get around to this one so that you could watch it for free on HBO Max. Yeah, and it was yep. yo, it was Worth not it. not for lack of trying. We had scheduled to see this movie not only with um not only with, you know, friend of the show Pat Stork, but also with like other people. I think we tried, I want to say three times to go see this movie. Yeah. The last time it was just the two of us saying, "Let's go see the dang movie." But like didn't have didn't have 4 hours to commit to it cuz you have to get there and then get home. Yeah. So yeah. like the, the the showing that we could make it to um it started after 8 o'clock and both of her uh, both her and I get up very early in the morning like we we can't go see that on a school night. That Too fucking sucks. That like it's three goddamn hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. The, the runtime of this film is antagonistic towards the viewer. It's so aggressive for yeah. no reason. And it's it's funny because we'll we'll get into all of this in more detail. But I saw it in the theater and then I rewatched it today because I knew we were going to do this episode. And today I paused it when the Riddler. Also, there's going to be a ton of spoilers for the Batman. I think that's clear if you're listening. But uh, but when they arrest the Riddler with his little fancy question mark cappuccino or whatever, uh, I paused it and because I wanted to know how much of the movie was left. And it's 45 minutes. So much oh. of the movie's left. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Which, again, if you asked me if the credits rolled there, it wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt like we lost anything. Not, no, indeed, because yeah. um, then <clears throat> then I don't know. Another plot starts in the movie for some reason. Yeah, they do and a then, different um, movie. Like the last 45 minutes are a movie, new movie. <laughs> and then that happens. And then, OK, now this is over. And now we're watching people drive motorcycles away from the cemetery. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, And it wasn't a super long scene, but it was still, you know. Long enough for me to think, why are we watching them drive motorcycles away from a cemetery for this long? I guarantee you, you could cut an hour out of this movie without losing anything of substance. At least. Yeah. At least. At least least an hour. You could probably get an hour. You could get this down to an hour and 40 minute runtime, I think. A cool 90. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to, I don't want to nail us down to like a really rigid structure, but like, like we've been talking about, it's 90 minutes long. Um, so maybe, I don't know. I'd be interested to know, Joel, when, when did you, when was your first twinge of this might not be as good as maybe it could have been? Like, when did you start to Ooh, like, that's a good, I, I don't think I like this very much. That's a good question. Cause I, and I'll be honest, I was, I don't even know if skeptical is the right word, but I think we talked about it on this show of like, I mean, I'm a huge Batman fan. I've seen every Batman movie on opening night, including this one. And I just wasn't into it from the trailer. Like just aesthetically, it was, I mean, I like Nirvana. That's cool that you use that song or whatever. I saw Zodiac. (laughs) Like I, I get what you're doing, (laughs) but like I was kind of cynical about it a little bit, but I tried to go in with an open mind and I thought it started fine enough you know like I, i'm trying to think what, what would be the first right because at the beginning it's okay like it didn't i'm uh, you're doing a batman you're introducing the stuff when do i think it started to go bad? well the, be- the beginning of the of the movie is is the first murder happening right. so there was like you, you kind of like i got twinges of a i got twinges of a 
David Fincher. Yeah. You know, with someone, yeah. with someone just going through their sort of, um, a, pr- a pretty, pretty normal, pretty banal domestic life. Um, but there was that, that feeling, um, that he achieved of like, there, this, something doesn't feel right about this. This yeah. doesn't feel, I, I know I'm watching a Batman movie and probably something bad is going to happen because I'm watching someone watch these people. But there was that pit in my stomach of, ooh, this is going to be ugly. Even watch, like watching two parents interact with a child in a very normal way. It was like, ooh, it feels gross. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. I mean, there is a history of two parents in Batman not not ending up well. What is yeah. it? Yeah. The pearls. The pearls. <laughs> uh, no, I... Yeah, I I think and it's interesting too that because so we did we were spared that. We have, I think we all have to give credit to the fact that Martha Wayne's pearls did not spill onto any asphalt as guns fired this time around. Although it's certainly talked about. Uh but yeah, I definitely think they're going for that of like there's two it's clearly a mansion, they're clearly rich parents. There's a kid in a costume that is some kind of vigilante. Uh, I forget what he's dressed as, but it's like a little boy that's like dressed as some kind of mm-hmm. costumed something because it's Halloween. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so you kind of get that menace. I I will say too, because I'm going to try to be nice to this movie as I can. I really want to be as nice as possible. Yes. I thought it was good filmmaking, uh, which I didn't always feel at this movie, but I thought it was a soft touch in that the guy is watching himself on television, which felt like a very natural way to be like, he's a politician. He's watching yeah. his his debate. I liked that because that felt like a way to tell me who he was in a way that felt kind of organic to what was happening, uh, which didn't happen often in this movie, but like yeah. happened there. And then when he was on the phone, too, it didn't seem like he was necessarily immediately the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Like, I would he say he was talking about his numbers and stuff. It's just. Yeah. Politic garbage. And it's like a creepy guy's watching him. So, yeah, there's nothing. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not too heavy. He's not yelling at his wife. He's not shitty to his kid. There's like not any. Trying to watch the ball game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There's no heavy hand. I honestly think the opening scene is successful. I I don't think it's heavy handed. It's creepy. You know. Yeah. Like you said, it feels normal. But because someone's watching through the binoculars and breathing very heavily, you know that something bad is coming. But yeah, it feels well done. I think I got my answer of when I think it went bad. Here we go. It's when the guys with the clown face paint are on the subway harassing a guy because I'm like, I had that thought because it was like, Jesus, DC, what is your thing with people on subways randomly picking fights with people? And you in Joker, it was businessmen singing sin in the clowns. But this time it's just guys in clown face paint are harassing a guy on the subway. So that was the first time I was concerned. Okay. <laughs> Which is for me it was it was <clears throat> just before that when the uh when uh the Batman's monologue oh the kept going. Oh it yeah. kept going. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not I am like I'm not even criticizing the words. It was just It's very long. What it's very, very long. Right. But there's a there's a quicker way to get to the point. And I like a I think you and Julie and listen to the show. No, I like a slow paced movie. Take your time. Let it breathe. I don't need this to be a music video. We're just cutting to everything every couple of seconds. Let it breathe. I love it. You know, this is theater. But uh, shut up, Batman. What are you still talking about? Honestly, none of that monologue was necessary. No. Well, yeah. If they had set up that scene to where 
He could be fucking up people who are causing chaos and then just be like a very short couple of sentences if yeah. needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. All, all that to achieve that. They want to show us that he's keeping a journal. Right. Of something called the Gotham Product Project, which um, it's a diary. Yeah, it's a burn okay. book. It's, it's a burn book different. of all the <laughs> the super villains that he hates. It is a burn book. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I did have that too. Of like, so this is a Batman that has a contact lens that has a camera in it and all this advanced technology, but he straight up is writing pen on paper, you know, like in a folder, in, in like a marble composition book to Nirvana. Yeah, uh, yeah, I. But yeah, I'm kind of mixed on that because on the one hand, it did feel very comic book like because that is something that I I don't think I don't think there's been voiceover in any of the other live action unless I'm forgetting it. But like it's that is a very common Batman comic thing of you get Batman's inner monologue. And so I like the idea, but no, it is. And you know, you know, what's you know, what's ironic about that? Um, uh, And this is uh, this is a major beef of mine with the characterization of uh batman and bruce wayne in this movie is in the other batman movies not a lot of um no voiceover a lot of like earpiece in and kind of like maybe talking to himself or talking to alfred or or something like that just to like let the audience know what the hell's going on there were some who who took the brave choice of letting the audience figure out for themselves what the hell is going on yeah um this one there's uh yeah there there was a voiceover in a movie where batman is very rarely alone right yeah he's working with everyone he's in crowded spaces he's talking to people i don't know man what do you think (laughs) a lot of that going on yeah yeah it's yeah probably the movie that needs it the least i would love to see (laughs) every other version of like live action batman what their journals would look like like what is keaton's journal what is what is christian bale i mean christian bale's journal i think is just the book american psycho i'm pretty sure it's just that (laughs) narration most likely i can do 200 uh, crushes yeah I think Cadence would be like a, a vision board. Yeah. <laughs> with really poorly cut out, like, yeah. Batmobiles and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My <I> got nuts. <laughs> My name is Bruce Wayne. I live in the top floor of Wayne Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Written in crayon. <laughs> um, George Clooney's would be a die, 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 die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, well, and also, I mean, let's be honest, Affleck is illiterate. His Batman, I think. <laughs> I'm so rich, I didn't have to learn how to read. This just would kept... be uh, Charlie's dream book yeah. from It's yeah. Always Sunny. They, just, they felt bad his parents died and he was rich. They just kept passing him through the grades at like uh-huh. at his private school. Vumbat. <laughs> Here is your GED question mark. You're so smart. No, good luck with being the night man. I guess. <laughs> actually, he is the night man. Yeah. I, th- I actually think I know enough German to say it would be, um, um, Herr de Fledermaus <laughs> is, is Batman. Fledermaus. <laughs> Which I, I don't know, Lars, you seem like you had a better, uh, uh, you seem like you have a better mm. plan of attack for this movie. So I don't, if you have more things that you want to cover, you can, but this is a good time to talk about because it, all of the jokes that I just made about Affleck aside, 
at some point, I want to talk about how dumb this Batman is. So I don't know if we want to get into that now or think, later. And you know, yeah, I, that, that goes hand in hand because I, I think <sighs> my number one beef with it, which I will say, um, pardon, that I had a lot of things that I liked about this movie. I really did. And I was rooting for it. And it was this, um, it's an overused metaphor, but it really was a roller coaster where Oh my God, I really like what they did there. Mm-hmm. Let's chase that. And then it would go, it would, it would go downhill. Oh my, why are we still doing this? Yeah. yeah. My biggest problem though was what Batman was doing. Yes. In a movie called The Batman. Like, yeah. This isn't, I've seen, and you've read more comics, um, than I have of Batman. And I've seen him do this thing before where, where he might, um, he might go into a club. He might be in a back room talking to some sketchy folks trying to get information. Yeah, but he doesn't go in through the front door. He doesn't knock. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, me, club. Batman. Look, every, every club. So there's two moves. I can tell you because I've read a lot of these comics. Either he's matches Malone and he's sneaking in uh, or right, right, right. every other club has a skylight. So they all have skylights. He's crashing yep. through that and yep. he's dropping right there, to where he needs to. And there are all times. underground clubs have skylights. <laughs> we all know it. That's how they work. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, so, he like, literally but, has. Or like, he just shows up, right? Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, there, are, there are people force. in the back room of the club counting their money and yeah. they look over and there's two white eyes in the corner right. and it's Batman. Well, and they yeah. freak out and, he's, and he says, No, I just want information. Well, you know, again, yeah. it's like if you play the Arkham games, that's literally one of the things that you have to do. Like one of the types of missions is hide in the shadows, get past this group of 10 security guards to get to the room you're trying to get in. You're going to climb through an air duct. You're going to whatever. Yeah. I yeah. I've, I've never in my life seen Batman walk up to a front door. And it's so sad because he walks up to the front door of a club, knocks and is like, I want to talk to the penguin. And they're like, no. And then he doesn't know what to do. So he knocks again. What is this? That's pathetic. It's the saddest. You know, Maybe this one's Mormon. <laughs> or a vampire. He's, he's operating under vampire bat rules. I have to be invited in. <laughs> I think that was when I thought the movie was going completely off the rails. And I like I've seen the Nolans. I've seen uh obviously Danny DeVito as penguin because that's cinema. That man. Yeah, it's cinema. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. The little flipper things. Love it. Um, but when he walked into the room with Gordon after the murder, with all of the fucking cops there, when does that happen? An active crime scene with right. like a dozen officers there. I, anything that you know. I've ever seen him do with Gordon is supposed to be like sneaky. He's not like he's a vigilante. He's not straight up walking into a room full of cops and saying, I can figure out who did this murder. Yes. Like yeah. it's yeah, because there yeah. is in the comics. Yeah, there's a fair amount of that. But normally the way that it would work, yes, is that he would wait like on the windowsill or on the roof or something. And once it thinned out to like just Gordon or maybe Gordon right. and like one or two trusted people, then he's coming in 
But yeah, he's not he's not coming in. Yeah, there's so much of Batman walking in through front doors in this, which yeah. Totally. He's not there's no there's no sneakiness. There's no I am the knight, I am the shadows. Well, he's like, he doesn't just show up to places, but he's yeah, like he like I understand. I, I get what Matt Reeves wanted was he wanted a Batman that was probably the most grounded in reality, but this, this is, is a not superhero. No. It's a superhero. Where's a costume based on bats. He's yeah. walking through this crime scene, a known vigilante at this point, because he's been operating for a year, and um, he's want, he's wanted by the police. The way it kind of works is that I understand you want you want him to have an unsoiled crime scene, but also he has a camera in his eyeball that can kind of like analyze things, which I which I dig. That's from the Arkham series, yes, and I kind yeah. of dig that. Also, um, sorry, but he, he keeps he keeps he keeps being in rooms full of crowded people. He doesn't yeah. seem to utilize that eyeball thing very much. Though. Yeah. No, like it's, it take, he's very slow on the uptake. Well, it's it literally just occurred to me as we're having this conversation. I hadn't thought about this before. There's no reason he couldn't have given that to Gordon so that Gordon goes into the crime scene and looks around right. for him. And he's got like a little earpiece. And then it's just Batman going like, look to your left, you know, like he gave it to Selena, which that was that drives me crazy, too, because he gives Selena the thing and he's watching and he's like going to protect her. You can't get in the front door, buddy. If someone shoots no. her, she's dead for 20 minutes before you're anywhere yeah. near her corpse. Like, you're yeah, just yeah, watching. There, there's yeah. three protected entrances in the room where she currently exists. Yeah, yeah. but he can walk through them. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I also. And look, I would have accepted all this because when you get down to that nitty gritty stuff, I will accept a lot. We accept a lot in almost every Nolan movie, <laughs> but yeah. especially in the Dark Knight series. We accepted a lot because they were really great. And you can get into the weeds with that stuff. But th this one, there were these huge, huge set pieces and, and huge characters that I just didn't think acted the way that they should have as established characters that are almost 100 years old on, at this point, or even the characters that you established at the beginning of the movie versus the end of the movie. Yeah. No, I think there's a big inconsistency in the tone of this movie, which I think is a big problem because it's like, yeah, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, if it was Batman and Robin or something like that, I'm not blinking an eye versus like Nolan... Yeah, there's a lot with Nolan that you kind of have to just accept, but there's at least a consistent reality to a Nolan Batman movie that I feel like I understand what the rule he's he's a regular guy in sort of a heightened world. He can fall from a building and his cape will protect him or whatever. But like in general, he's a human man. Knives stab his suit. Dogs hurt him. Like I get how mm. how like how he exists in the world, how much damage he can take. But like this Batman, he's two feet away from an explosion that he takes completely in the chest and seems fine. Like, I, I don't no, know. He should be fine. I think there's some, there's something in Wayne tower where he lives. Um, that there must be, there must be something in the water that gets up to that altitude because Alfred took an explosion to the face. Yes. And and he was also, pretty okay as well. Yeah, the, which again, it's like in the Nolan movies, people blow up. A lot of people just they, yeah. they're blown up and they're done. And, yeah, and in all in all movies, yeah. but yes, yes. But I'm saying like 
And nobody, you know, Batman is trying to save Rachel and the building blows up from the inside when he's 10 feet away from it versus like he could touch the man who, which also is weird, by the way, that that's I thought about that. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal and Peter Sarsgaard who are married in real life, both get blown up in <laughs> in different Batman movies, which is yeah. just a weird fact. Blown the, but, blown the hell up. But yeah, like he's. And he could kiss that man on the cheek as that explosion is going off, which again, yeah, I don't know. He might have. We don't know. He might have. Uh, <laughs> but I I want to talk about how stupid Batman is. But first, because you're talking about all the rooms and all of that, I actually think out of everything in this movie and I, like I'm not I honestly don't want to nitpick it. But the, the thing that infuriated me the most in terms of just hand waving, just convenient plot is that part. So explosion goes off he's thrown backwards he is unconscious he's out he wakes up in a room with like 30 detectives and as he's waking up one guy is like we should take off his mask it's like you had an hour probably to transport him his lifeless yeah like how long did it take to to get a man just blew up in your fucking face but you're at a second location yeah you're at a second location you checked his vitals like you what 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 is what that that blackout and then cutting back hand waves past so many things that would have had to happen to get him into that location that i'm like what no you don't get to just go, maybe we should take off his mask now. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know why they probably didn't even need to take off the mask? Because what have we been saying, Mr. Murphy, for years and years now? You don't cast Batman. You cast Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And what all the other Batmans have had in common, all of them, from the comic books to the cartoons to all these movies, the good ones and the bad ones, is Bruce Wayne is a rich, pretentious douchebag. Yep. Yes. What he isn't is a little fucking emo kid <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know how to wear this, wear a suit and walks alone into um, into public places where he's being filmed and acts all moody. Yeah. Exactly like Batman. Nah. Right. Yeah. It's. Nah. Yeah. This is the least like. Yeah. That uh, he would. He should 100 percent be the top suspect for Batman. Wait, that guy that right. nobody. Most well, I mean, the Riddler was like, you're Batman and there's a fucking camera in the corner. But also no. that seems weird because it seemed like I, I still can't decide if he knew that he was if we're supposed to think that he knew he was Batman or not. He's de- like, nah, we're definitely supposed to he think didn't. he's about to identify him. But then he's like, but it doesn't matter. You're the identity because yeah. this is the real identity. There's a lot of convenient people not really concerned about his real identity. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Is the reclusive billionaire who acts exactly like Batman does? Could he possibly and be? Also, you, I mean, you've seen him from the nose down up close a lot. Yeah. Which, so yeah, and it, is it just me or is the shape of his head in that cow weird? Like he has a weird Batman head cow silhouette. I feel like I don't know if it's you the know, design. Honestly, I think, I mean, Affleck's was was way weirder and he was the last Batman, so. Yeah, that was what I said, because I was like, wow, he has an actual chin. 
He does have a Look chin. I think it's like the back of his head. There's something about like the back of his head, forehead. I think it's the design of the cowl. I don't know. But it's, it could be. Huh. There's a there's a collar on the cape too, which, which is kind of weird. Throws off the whole bust of the man. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. the, the, there's something about his Batman silhouette that was odd to me, but I couldn't quite place it. Because he got the cape from Hot Topic. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's probably what it was. Yeah, probably what it was. All right. Do we want to talk about they how they only stupid... make vampire capes? Do we want to talk about how mm-hmm. dumb he is? Yes, please. Let's talk about how dumb he is. He prevented fuck all. Well, yeah, so again, he, he he didn't prevent the Riddler from doing anything that yeah. the Riddler wanted to do. Yeah, but so okay, so yeah, we got to get into this because so the whole selling point, and I was into this selling point, and I think I it would have gone a long way towards my enjoyment of this movie was this Batman is a detective. Finally, we're gonna get Detective Batman, and and he's Zodiac, and he's gonna solve stuff. And I was very into that. And everything aside about like him walking through the front door of the crime scene or whatever, I like Batman in a crime scene with Jim Gordon trying to solve it. But man, is he stupid! He is so, so dumb so and so dumb. inept. I actually I track some of this. So first of all, okay. the first one is like. What does a liar do when it's dead? And so that's thrown out there. And then people talk for like what felt like five minutes before he goes, he lies still. <laughs> like, so very slow <laughs> on the very first clue, which is a child's riddle. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, and then <laughs> here's the other stuff. Alfred is the one who solves the cipher, not Batman, uh-huh. with Penguin being the one who points out that it's L not La, which gets them to URL. So that's a combination Alfred Penguin solution, uh, the thumb drive, which I'll give him a little bit of credit for figuring out that there was a thumb drive in the car. No thought to like, I'm going to put this piece of tech into Jim Gordon's laptop. Maybe we should figure out if it's got some kind of virus on it that's going to like they're lucky that all it did was email all the reporters that could have just melted Jim Gordon's laptop, stolen all of his files, done a million. They don't care. They're just like, oh, flash drive. Let's throw that in there here and see what it does. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know that there's a club within the club. Selena Kyle has to tell him about the secret club. Uh, there's the scene where he shirtlessly spray paints all the clues on the floor, but does not solve anything. He just <laughs> spray paints everything. And then I wrote this down too. You needed to see it bigger. But I also wrote this down because I think it perfectly encapsulates it in the scene when the Riddler is captured, which the Riddler is only captured because he wants to be. He he lets himself be captured. Uh, He literally says to Batman, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. He ain't wrong. Call that shit out. Yeah, he's very dumb in this movie. He doesn't solve or stop any. Like, what does he do? He's yeah. the worst Batman just on a like wins and losses level, I think. Most of, this is and this has also been consistent with the character, which if you want to do a different interpretation of uh, of Batman, that's fine. Um, but one thing that's consistent between um, between the Riddler and the Batman um, is that the Riddler despises Batman because Batman Beats him. He's yeah. smarter than him. He's yeah. the world's greatest detective. And the Riddler isn't as smart as the Riddler thinks he is. But if it's just, if you can just be, I mean, he just handedly beat it, beat him. If he hadn't said, if he, so Batman goes to Arkham to talk to the Riddler. If, 
if that if that villain doesn't hand him the answer on a silver platter, yeah. then all those people get shot in that in that makeshift Madison Square Garden. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. how many people already got fucked up because of the flooding? Right. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. over. He won. Hands it down. It already happened. Yeah. Why, why, the, why the Riddler's upset about anything that went down at all, I won't understand because it all came to fruition. Like, definitely yeah. succeeded. Yeah. 100% succeeded. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's disappointed. He's like, Jesus, I, I thought this was going to be fun. I like wrote all these clues <laughs> and I really thought. <laughs> this was too easy. Shit. It, 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 it harkens back to um, uh, Stig Larson's. Uh, Millennium series in the first book, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, Michael Blomqvist he sets out into this little town in the north of Sweden with all these pictures to try to try to kind of create a sort of crime scene, or at least a motive for a crime scene. And what he does is figure out from which perspective all these photographs were taken. <laughs> This never occurs to Batman, the world's greatest detective, right. to say every shot of someone coming out of this club is taken from the same angle. Right. Maybe I should try to find where that spot is. Well, it's yeah, I literally don't think he does a piece of detective work in this. He also I didn't even mention it in all of that. He fails to figure out who the rat is. He identifies the wrong person and never yeah. figures yeah. out the correct one never until he's told like. Yep. who it is he doesn't solve anything at all ever or no. stop anything yeah, yeah. Um, everyone else around him does, does the work for him and straight up tells him yeah basically yeah. what to do selena yes. told him um the penguin told him yep uh the jim penguin gordon told, told him. batman the riddler told batman they <laughs> yeah. all told him yeah. no you were wrong about this one thing it's actually this other thing yeah. dumb as hell buddy. <laughs> yeah. it is, I, I do feel like he's just like it's like the 30 rock bubble like he's just a rich billionaire <laughs> who, who thinks he's a genius because everyone's nice to him like all yeah. the time well he does have his ged framed so yeah. no the lady the lady from the cooking channel told me i could do it on television no when she hopped the Orange escalator Gatorade on salmon yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just has that vibe of like he just seems so stupid and so outmatched the whole movie. And yet, like, I don't like this Riddler. I feel like we should probably talk about that too. I think we talked about this on previous uh -huh. episodes, but it's yeah, like you said, the Riddler, he's a this is my vision of him. He's just a little like thin, weenie, snot nosed yeah. genius who everyone yeah. would kill if they could, but he's too smart. But this Riddler yeah. is like he's physically he's outmatching people a serial killer he's a serial killer who's like can overpower 100%. people like he can like he waits in cars and he beats people up and he duct tapes them and i'm like that is not the the riddler can't throw a punch in my mind like he just tricks you because he's smarter than you and you you come at him to kill him and he's already thought it through from 10 different ways like i don't think of him as tough like he's never in a physical fight with Batman, he's going to lose. Like, he can't do anything. Oh, and every, every day. Well, he does get the jump on them for the most part, to be fair. I shouldn't even say for the most part. He's every victim we saw of his. He got the jump on. That's true. But you know, you're, they're looking. They're looking the other way. They're not paying attention. He comes at them with this stainless steel tool. But that's the thing. It's 
he oh. gets the jump on him with brute force. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say that's it. another one too that I forgot that Batman does not solve. Is it's literally a random guy being like, "Oh, that's to pull up carpets." That that thing that you're holding, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I yeah, should pull uh, up the." I love it too because tells him that the guy tells him, and then he <laughs> starts to pull up the carpet, and the guy's like, "What are you doing?" Maybe everyone's dumb in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you think about the Riddler's clues for him too, on all of the bodies, they are children's cars. But that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, they're not. <laughs> like, they're not. Here you go, buddy. Which yeah, I think that's. <laughs> such, I think that is the hardest part about writing the Riddler is you need to write a riddle that is that seems satisfying that Batman would get it. And there's a different approaches like the 66 Batman. I loved it. Cause they would, they would just be these weird random, like it's a C for Catman. Yeah. Like <laughs> there, there was, what? it was all like this weird, crazy A to C logic that it, you, it seemed impressive cause Batman was so sure of it, but you're like, you can't possibly get that from that. But like, or even like the Batman, the animated series, I felt like as a kid, they were like on a perfect level as, me being young, I felt smart if I could figure them out. But like these were if you can't get them within five seconds, like they're just kids like punchline. Again, he lies still. That's that's a pretty common, just like obvious. That's a knock knock. That's a joke on a popsicle stick. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like. It's like, that, happy birthday, son. Yeah. <laughs> what does a dead man do? Yeah, his riddles are dad <laughs> jokes. Like, they're just... Yeah. <laughs> what kind of spell turns you into a dinosaur? A Tyrannosaurus Hex. <laughs> anyway, I left the body at the Natural History Museum. Hi, Vengeance. <laughs> I'm dad. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Which, sorry, also, this is very small, but the fact that Selena Kyle calls him Vengeance as if that's his name is so silly. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Also, she's in, and this is not a knock on Zoe Kravitz, who I'm a huge fan of. Catwoman's not good in this movie either. Like, it's, no. she's like a nothing character. She's yeah. easily the least empowered Catwoman I've ever seen, where she just. Doesn't have the normal strength. There isn't really chemistry between the two of them. She doesn't get to do anything that cool most of the movie until like her mm -hmm. one scene where she confronts Carmine Falcone. Like she's just kind of nothing. I, I don't like her mask. Like I don't like the look. You know, yeah. I just not a bit. Also, I you know, I didn't. I didn't dislike her. It sounds as much as you did, but I, I'm with you that I think she is the least empowered. I wasn't. I'm not, I need to watch, I need to rewatch the, the Dark Knight Rises. It's been a while. I just, I, the two times I watched it, I, I enjoyed it so little that I don't want to watch it again, but I need to revisit it. Maybe, See, I like the Dark Knight maybe Rises. And I, and I, I know, and a lot yeah, of people did. And yeah. I don't think anyone's wrong for, for, and this movie included. I don't think anyone's wrong for liking any damn movie they want to like, but yeah. I, I, I think they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to say but, it. So, you know, I, you know what? Yeah. I got it. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you in that she was, I think they were all aside from like, honestly, of our, of our main core group of, you know, six characters or whatever, I think, um, I think the one that was most realized was the penguin. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we got him. Well, can I, 
Are you saying, so are you including Carmine Falcone? Because I am including Carmine Falcone. Because he, look, I he love, was great. I was love Totoro's Falcone, which is a character that I've never, like, he's always in the comics, but as sort of right. a kind of forgettable, he's just the regular kingpin guy, whatever. He's he's never been terribly interesting. But I, Totoro playing him, I was into it. But yes, I mean, I, I feel like I need to say that there is no reason that they couldn't have driven to New Jersey and found any actor that was once on the Sopranos to play the penguin. But, <laughs> but that being said, you got a handsome guy. You put him in prosthetics. He's he's enjoyable. Like he's he's having well, he fun. He shitload of weight for it too. Oh, did he? He also he also yeah. He he gained a little bit of weight. Also, he shaved the top of his head. Yeah, I mean he yeah. like he walked he, around like he's that. good. Yeah, it's pretty I, legit. Yeah, I enjoy him, and and I'll give him credit. And because you mentioned Devito before too, the Penguin is I think the least interesting Batman character, and that no one really ever knows what to do with them. And so I think anyone who yeah. has a strong take that's memorable is a win. And I like this version of because normally he's like a kind of weird British aristocrat that just owns a club. Yeah. And and he's so like even, like the, even like the Arkham games give him like a like a Cockney accent to try. To, but this way, like just mm-hmm. he's a greaseball from New Jersey, I think, is the right move for for like. Penguin. Yeah, the, yeah, this I hope is we how start I, using that as a slur against New Jersey folk. What's that? Just call them penguins. Yeah. <laughs> I, nah, the ones we use are pretty good. And we're not going to mention them on the show. Jabronis. <laughs> yeah, jabronis. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, no, he he's enjoyable. Like he, I do like the ones. It's kind of odd that he's like, I I think I like it overall. But like when they're showing him like the gruesome like crime scene photos, he's like, whoa, whoa, like he can't handle it. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, I'm looking here. <laughs> I'm trying to have my gabagool. Yeah. But yeah, he, he definitely felt like any guy that Tony Soprano would have yelled at for eating his leftover like sandwich in the sure. fridge. Yeah. Sure. And speaking of him, okay, Batman knocks on the front door. He's being walked through. He's being escorted through the club. Yo. Um, Oswald Cobblepot takes him into the back office and now he's just conducting his drug business in front of Batman. Right. No one gives a a shit about this fucking guy. Well, because again, what's he doing? The, the, exactly. No one takes him seriously. He's not a threat. He He's hasn't stopped. It. Like, I feel like the end of this movie is Batman and his, again, 10 minute monologue being like, I got to be better at this. Like the city's flooded. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty bad. Like I gotta I gotta figure out how. Maybe this Batman didn't train for ten years to be Batman. Maybe that's the next the next movie is Batman Begins, where he actually does the training. So that was actually going to be my next my my actual question is that is this supposed to be like he just decided he was going to be Batman? I think they said recently. that he was Batman for two years in this movie. I think they Dude, say that it's like his second. So like, again, Batman year one is a fantastic Frank Miller comic. Like there's definitely Great versions comic. of Batman that are still figuring it out, but he's the least capable Batman just in terms of just overall. I don't think he skill. could figure it out. No, <laughs> like, like, and two years in is a long time in Batman continuity. I mean, he's, he's been yeah. at it a while. That's two rough years. At that point. Yeah. And again, apparently all Definitely. of the villains exist. So he's two years in and there's a penguin and a Riddler and a Joker from whatever the hell that scene was. Yeah. Are you talking about in the movie or the deleted scene? Either. 
They're both bad. Okay. Yeah. I was going right. to say they should have just started playing Queen, You're My Best Friend at the end of it with them giggling over it. I mean, if, if, if the next movie is like Step Brothers with Riddler and like Joker in Arkham, do we just become we best just friends? just stack the bodies on top of each other. Look how much room for activities. But no, that's... And isn't that... Lars, wasn't that you that like really hates that guy from the Eternals that plays Joker? I've never seen The Eternals. Oh, you know what? It might be my other podcast co-host, Andy. I, I know. <gasps> I know. Ooh. I know. <laughs> um, Do you need I, tissues? No, I, I think I'll be okay. But thank <laughs> okay. you. Uh, uh, the, the, um, it's the, it felt I'm right there with you. Is the what you said earlier was that that last act felt so tacked on it felt mm -hmm. like such a studio note of you can't end it here we need some big finale yeah. some big orchestral piece and then someone you know? in the back of that room was like i got it hurricane katrina <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then that that shit goes down and um that's done. And the last time we see the Riddler and he's he's in the window and you see him mouthing boom, 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 which cool. That's kind of that's kind of a, a good last look at this at Paul Dano's uh, Riddler. And I feel like there was another another note from somebody at, only because it feels like it feels like like a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat <laughs> to have him in the cell. And now there's there's the Joker there talking to him. And so two two inmates in an institution for the criminally insane can communicate with each other right come on y'all yeah. in isolation also did That's batman just... catch this joker how did how how did tell me the steps that batman took to catch well, joker I, off maybe screen he just started insanity <laughs> and he's still trying to figure it out <laughs> they just greenlit that story yesterday my friend and i do believe they're going to answer it for you well right but i just there's also that deleted scene since you brought it up is just bad silence of the lambs fanfic like it just no it really is <laughs> this is um i don't think you did okay um but it really is that is a four minute scene where the joker tells batman everything he needs to know yeah. about the criminal he's trying to catch not, not only telling batman everything to know but telling the audience everything they need to know yeah why film that i don't understand. Maybe it was like maybe this was like a pilot for the next movie or something. I guess. Well, they they realized they put that guy in all that makeup and only filmed him doing a voiceover of like, "Hey, buddy, want to be my new best friend?" Maybe, maybe. And I like for for the record because you know we're we're pretty deep into this. I didn't. Aside from Robert Pattinson, who I've come to admire as an actor, I didn't dislike anyone's performance in this movie. I think they did what they could with the yeah. material they were given in the yeah. best way possible. No, I think the what they were told to do weren't great decisions, but I don't think anyone is bad. Like I, I think no, they, I think they were given bad direction or like told to do things I don't like, but. Yeah, I, I think every. It's also just if it's not clear, there's too much happening in this movie. Like, why are all these villains in it? Why is it three hours? Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why do we need Catwoman and Penguin and Riddler and to imply the Joker exists? Like, well, that's all of them. Those are you got all four main Batman villains in one movie for some yeah, reason. You got them in there, and you're trying Plus to build you have this world. Mobs. You have yeah, shitty cops. Mm -hmm. You have yeah. clowns in the beginning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Which you get uh, Riddler henchmen at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah, just as a weird thing too. maybe don't do the mass shooter thing when there was a shooting at a Batman screening in real life. Like that feels weird. Read the room, guys. Yeah. I thought I thought I thought Gotham looked great. I'm really into this bulletproof Batman. Yeah. I like you don't have to explain I, it to me. I'm down. I'm down with Arkham video game Batman who can take most shots. Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. And explosions I, to the face. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I like the cinematography. Like it, it's a, I think a lot of people who and again, if people like it, that's fine. But I think a lot of what people like is it's very beautifully <laughs> shot. And like it looks good. It I feel like yeah. for me personally, if I thought about anything that happened for more than five seconds, I was like, why is any of this happening? But like on yes. a just purely like aesthetic level, it's a beautiful looking movie. Like it's very well shot. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot a lot of color, like the you actually get to see some sunsets when normally we don't get to see anything that right, <laughs> you know. So like, no, there's there's a lot of good things in it it like a lot of cool looking thing I mean, you know we should maybe we do this because i feel like these are the touchstones of a batman movie that we haven't specifically talked about but like do we want to talk like costume car like you know sort of yeah. alfred i was just about to yeah. i was just about to bring up the car i like that this car just seems like a like a like an untamed animal yeah but um it's also email I mean, it's not really emo. It's just that the logistics of getting that cape in there will bother me a little bit. But ignoring that, I like this Batmobile. Like it was just like a muscle car that I was almost. I almost see like it was tuned up to to sound like something was roaring at you, like yes. a, like a rabid animal. The car was pretty fucking sweet. No, yeah. I like the car. The car is great because it's yeah. It's if you want to go realistic Batmobile that is badass. I think they went the right way of like, yeah, loud, yeah. noisy, scary muscle car with a lot of horsepower. Absolutely. It didn't yeah. have all of like the the technological inputs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Nolan's had. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just a badass fucking car that scared the shit out of people. For, the, for those of you who drive very well. For those of you who can't see, Julia just did like the double joystick thing of the <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he turned it into the 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 bat cycle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. I'll paint a picture. But I, I actually think this car the might be. of the mind, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the car might be closer to the comic. Because the comics don't usually have crazy cars because they're probably hard no. to draw. So they're usually more like this. Yeah, and no one wants to no one wants to look at a car chase through panels. Right. So the car usually is something closer to this, I feel like, in the comics. Yes. So I do appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I like the car. You kind of talked about the costume, but I'm I'm fine with it. Like I said, the the collar is a little weird. The cowl looked a little strange to me, but overall the costume is good. A little weird. The um the batarang um inserted into the chest smacked of uh Superman two to me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't um, think about but that. It's still but fine. Now that you said it, it's all I'm going to think of. But that didn't occur to me watching. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, that was fine. It's a fine looking bat suit. Um, the, 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 if it seemed like Oz, as they called him, Oswald Cobblepot didn't like being called the penguin. If he doesn't want to be called the penguin, he should stop dressing like that <laughs> or lose some weight. Maybe what do you he, want from us, buddy? Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> maybe he doesn't know why they call him the penguin. He doesn't get it. He's like, if I just keep introducing myself as Oz, it'll catch on. Like, it's yeah, like, that'll catch on. It's yeah, like that prison sure, show. Sure. I'm cool. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, Alfred. There's not, there's not much. There aren't many 
um, polite or un, unrude things I could say about <laughs> Zoe Kravitz's outfit. Well, Jesus. I, can I ask really oh. quick? Go ahead. Did either of you get a lesbian vibe from her and the Russian chick initially? Well, I mean, I it think seems that, like that, that yes, was... yeah, yeah. I like. I don't think that that's like one. They had better chemistry. And two, yes, I, I feel like that's they had the always only chemistry in the fucking movie. And I feel like that's always I always kind of viewed Catwoman as a bisexual character, I think, in the comics. Like, uh, I think that that's true to the yeah. character. Yes, I assume yeah, they were dating. That's very like, much. Yeah, it seems like they had a very romantic relationship. And then as soon as Batman turned up, she was just like, I'm looking for my friend. And they just dropped it completely. It seems like it was something that was maybe thrown out in this uh, back of the room type uh, smack something to the wall, John. Well, yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's a it's a funny thing because I, I feel like similarly, the Dark Knight Rises had and it's what's her name that uh, is it Juno Temple that plays uh, Keely in um, uh, Ted Lasso is in the Dark Knight Rises sort of this not exactly identified friend of Selena Kyle's. I feel like that's what the movies are doing. And maybe that's the like international box office. We're afraid to commit to it too hard, but all of these Selena Kyle's seem to have a, a female roommate that they like uh -huh. associate with. Which is cool. Like, yeah. It's. Which yeah. yeah, just do it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like yeah. It, it seems like that would have driven Selena's character so much more if she was just like, if it was someone that she my loved, fucking girlfriend, yeah. man. Yeah, she was my like, girlfriend. They killed her. I'm pissed off about it. I also, yeah. by the way, in a, I I want to talk about this since this came up too. Of like, so the opening scene is this creep. The Riddler's creepy. He's watching someone through binoculars. Maybe don't if that's your opening scene. Have the Batman watching Catwoman change clothes through binoculars. Right. <laughs> Why was that necessary? Yeah, it's it just was like. So it, am I supposed to think that he's a creep? Because that's all I'm getting from this scene is he's literally watching her change clothes and then brings it up to her that. where he was like, hey, well, you know, back in your apartment. And, it, and she, you can kind of see her looking like, wait, what? I saw your titties. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and again, yeah. I, and I think that goes to what I was saying too about the like, which is our foreplay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the lack of like empowerment with this Catwoman too. Of again, she's yeah, she's someone that Batman like is stalking, is like leering at through binoculars, you know. Instead well, and then of she like <clears throat> she's fully ingrained in this underground world, and then. He gives her the contact lens saying that he's going to protect her, which we already can't. discussed. He no can't. chance. No chance. Yeah. Straight up can't. Anybody yeah. in that fucking club could have knifed her right in the fucking stomach. Mm -hmm. Been done. Yep. And like she's already a cat burglar. Like she has a lot of skills. And as soon as he comes along, she's kind of like, oh. Yep. Yeah. And then like. <laughs> Disappears for a while, too, and then shows up at the yeah, end. It, yeah. it seems to me that we were supposed to have the impression that she um, that Selena acts submissive when um, she's actually in control of every situation. And she does that to get what she wants. But that never comes across. Right. I yeah. think it, I think it runs the first part. It runs that. right up to that line, but never really commits to it. So I just see her as someone who's put upon and trying to make the best what? of a shitty situation, right. which, again, is like that's what. 
I think they do well with Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises is they capture that of I'm just this person that's supposed to bring Bruce Wayne food and I'm acting like, oops, I ended up in the wrong room. And then when he figures it out, then she drops the act and is like, oops, and attacks him. Or when the guy has the gun on her in the bar, it's the scene with her in Juno Temple where they're in the bar. And then as soon as like the SWAT team runs in, then she drops to the floor and acts like she's scared and caught in this situation to so that they run past her. Like it knows when to play that card in a way that this movie doesn't. Yeah. I mean, even toward like from when he showed up in her life to the end, she was like, you coming with me? Not like, Hey, you should join me. I'm going to go fuck some shit up. Yeah. It was, you should come with me because I'll miss you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it was just kind of a bummer. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, I d- really Bat- didn't like it. Like, I didn't like the way yeah. she was written at all. In Batman Arkham Knight, there is a plot line with the, this is a video game. There's a plot line where <clears throat> I know that. The, um, I was telling our audience, <laughs> it's more than just. We're actually not the three of us just having a conversation. Oh shit! What you, you know? We're recording this. What? Yeah, everyone heard you. I didn't sign everyone this. heard you talk talk about our foreplay. So <laughs> there's a plot line where the um, the Riddler has Catwoman um, imprisoned in this old uh, abandoned orphanage, and he has a collar around her neck that has a, an explosive in it that will blow her head off, and. Um, uh, Batman, that's that's anyone who's playing the video game, uh-huh. and Batman has to like go through the stuff to, in order to, to free her, and sometimes they have to work together. It's very fun. This is actually one of my favorite video games. So, the relationship that that Selina has with Edward Nigma in that video game is so much better than than this character in this movie. The way yeah. she, like, he's the Riddler, right? Like, the Riddler and Catwoman are so good in this that he he does the thing where he's talking about his superiority and then giving Catwoman a command who who he he's in charge of her life at this point uh-huh. whether she lives or dies and she just talks shit to him she just yeah. like sarcastically is saying one uh, 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 talking shit right yeah. and then he does the thing where that the Riddler does where he gets really angry that someone isn't recognizing his intellectual superiority. And then she, it's a big sigh of, okay, Eddie, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. And this is the Catwoman, And this is the Riddler that I recognize that you can have a lot of fun with. Yeah. I think, I think what it comes down to is you, is Matt Reeves made a movie that that is good. There are so many good things about it, but it's it's not a good Batman movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I don't think he particularly you wanna uh, like yeah. you wanna have a new take that's fine, but you fundamentally change things. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think he quite understands any of the characters. Like there isn't a single yeah. character that I can point to that that is like matches the sort of archetype that they have. And again, you're going to change details. You're going to change whatever, but like none of them at their core are right. Bat- this Batman is stupid. This Catwoman is <laughs> like, she gets shit on submissive. all the time. Yeah. yeah she's submissive. Yeah. This Riddler she's is, a, 
this Riddler's like a tough guy, like incel. Like he's not just a genius, uh, you know. Incel this, is exactly the word. Yeah, no. this, this penguin is uh, like Jersey Shore trash, you know. Like, uh-huh. like, like none of them feel at their core. Alfred's a cool guy. Like it's just none of them at their core feel like they're I, except Gordon. I mean, I, I think it's impossible to yeah. fuck up Jim Gordon, but I, because is. we've talked so much shit about most of this movie, Jeffrey Wright as Gordon is great. No notes. He's fantastic I from beginning yep. to end like yeah nailed it you know but everyone yeah. else doesn't feel right their characters don't feel correct i think it really sucks too because zoe kravitz especially was such a killer casting oh yeah you would and think then, and then like paul dano too like everybody yeah. yeah it was good casting yep but it just seemed off yeah. flat yeah it was yeah. a flat three hours for me yeah that's what it was and i think that's what made it so slow yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and again it's for like me. you're you're having all of the villains and i think you kind of touched on this too lars of all these villains are in it but the fun with having multiple villains in the same story is seeing how they interact and yes. there's none of that that's there's the whatever that scene is with the joker but like there's no fun because again if you think about batman returns the stuff with catwoman and penguin is great you know you think about like any of these movies what's fun is when the two villains or 66 batman when all of the villains are together and like You know, that's what's interesting is how because there's great comics of like the War of Joke and Riddles is a really great recent story where it's just, you know, it's the Riddler and the Joker like battling for Gotham City pretty much with everyone else caught in the middle. Like there's just none Mm -hmm. of that. It's I don't know. The Penguin runs a club. Catwoman is just, you know, having the worst year of her life. And the Riddler has 500 fans on the Internet, which is said like it's impressive. <laughs> it's enough apparently. Oh, yeah. I um I I like I I like at its core at, at the core of the idea. I really like it. I like combining Batman year 1 with the long Halloween and then kind of you know kind of peppering in the um uh the Arkham series from the video games because those yeah. were those were interesting plots and that's an interesting sort of that is an interesting take and I get that the way the, the way he fights his uniform um his suit I mean his, his things like that but um it, it as it progr- as it started to evolve from that I don't know I don't know what happened like you said I think he just he just doesn't have a fundamental understanding we don't want the same thing o- over and over we want to see your take, but you can't just, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, I'm gonna, I have a new take on, on, um, on Superman. Um, no powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what if you would love that? Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, yeah. I don't think he like visually, I understand exactly how he pitched this movie and why it got made, but in the writing of it, yeah, I don't think it because again, Nolan, there's a very clear Nolan version of what a Batman movie is. But through that, every character felt true to like what their character was like. He really no. did a fantastic job with the Joker, like even Bane in his version, like was very different in some ways from Bane in the comics, but understood the core of like, what is Bane really about? And he's this very powerful mercenary who can is stronger than batman so you get that stuff and like he understood catwoman he understood scarecrow yeah i just don't think that reeves quite gets 
the characters in the world. He he gets it, what they should look like, but not how anyone should act. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like when they started trying to make superhero movies in the 90s, mid-aughts. Yep. Where they were like, hey, let's try this thing. It's bright. It's colorful. And they didn't bring anybody who actually knew the material in. Or, like, they have one writer who knows what the book is about and actually understands it. And then all of these other people to override any ideas from the actual source material. Yeah. And, and like, there's so much weird backstory retconning in this movie to make the mystery work of like, well, actually Catwoman is Carmine Falcone's daughter and actually Riddler was an orphan. And that's why like, there's so much of convenient. Oh, isn't that great? How everyone's backstory happens to tie into this one central mystery, you know, and also Thomas Wayne was a real piece of shit. This is my least favorite thing with this new, and this is in the comics too. This is not the movies didn't make this up, but this, this new trend of Thomas Wayne actually sucked is a weird thing to happen to Batman. Like, I mean, doesn't Batman kind of suck though? Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> it just sort of has that, like, well, your dad was actually garbage. It's like, well, then what are we doing? If his dad Isn't wasn't a everybody's. good, if his dad wasn't a good person, what's why? Why has he devoted his life to? You know, your dad was a real piece of shit. But you should spend the rest of your life avenging his death. I think. Yep. Yeah. It was really for for me. It's like he. Um, it's like he. Un, he. You understand. Um, who the characters are and how they act, but you have no idea why they're acting the way they're acting. Right. So you're just, you wrote them of like, um, you know, Catwoman says this, the Penguin says this, the Riddler says this, the Batman says this, but you don't understand why they're saying and doing the things that they're doing. And that, that, that totally comes across to an, to an audience, at least this audience. Yeah. I know everyone and else I, loved but, it. So like, we might be was, wrong. I don't, I swear, it. I swear to God, if it were, if it were two hours or close to two hours, I'll give you a 220. I would have watched this movie like three times, oh, like three yeah. times in a week to be like, what am I missing? I don't understand what the hell is going on. Um, and really try to like soak it up. You, why is it a three hour Batman movie? No, I for sure would be down for a two hour cut of this movie. If someone, if yeah. someone could go through and really restructure it and and make it a cohesive two hour movie. I think I would be into that because yeah, it's the yeah it is the link that just works against it. Of, of I watched it a second time just so we could talk about it today. But I'm like, it felt I'm like sorry. a drag to well, no, it's, <laughs> I mean it was my choice, but it's like it felt like a drag to do that versus. I don't particularly like Batman and Robin, but the amount of times I've just thrown that on because I'm doing yeah. stuff like it just doesn't even have to like throw sure. it on because you're doing stuff. No, vibe to it's it. not even a background movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the bummer. All right. Well, we're over an hour, so we should try to start to wrap up. But I have a game that we're going to play. So is there anything else that anyone wants oh. to say about this movie before we get into this? Boo. Okay. All right. <laughs> Earns. I like it. Do you want to do your uh, <laughs> do you want to do the Brom? Again, to transition. No, I was asking Julia. I was it's not asking care. you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, oh, we're good. Done? We're good. We got oh, okay. it. All right. Well, Lars, you might remember this because we played this once before, like all of our games. Okay. But yep. Uh, so this is the game Sex, Drugs, and Violence, where mm -hmm. I go on to IMDb and I read the parental guide and I'm going to give you clues 
about a movie based on the parental guidance warnings submitted yes. by IMDb users. And you're going to try to identify it. I, this is an all Batman edition. So I'm going to tell you that up front. These are all Batman okay. movies. And okay. I also, I think if, we, if I remember when we did it last time, it was like you got one guess up until the end. Like, so you can't just keep guessing and guessing and guessing, but it's like, right. you can guess what, but I, I, I'm going to ask you to this and you can decide. I have a thought. Cause like, I imagine that Lars, you might have an advantage in that. Like you and I are super Batman-y. So I was thinking we yeah. should give Julia unlimited guesses and you get one guess. I think that's fair. Got I love it. it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. The color purple. That's not, that's not no? a Batman movie. Oh. That that's is, an Oprah I movie. mean, technically that's what Prince wore. <laughs> is it an Oprah movie? <laughs> yeah. But also the color purple is what Prince wore in that Bat Dance video. So I can see how you Truth. got there. Bat yeah. Dance. Thank you, Vale. Thank you, Vale. So yeah, Vail. So, so yeah, Lars, you... Up until the end, when it's just open because someone needs to get it. Uh, yeah, you can have one guess at any point. But yeah, Julia, feel free to guess uh, multiple times if you would like. All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. So round one. Alcohol and drug use, mild. Alcoholic mild. beverages are consumed by guests at a party. Cigarettes are smoked throughout the film. Sex and nudity, mild. A man and woman are seen lying together in bed. The woman is fully clothed, and the man has an open shirt. Whether they had sexual intercourse or not is mainly left to the viewer to decide. <laughs> uh, a moderate amount of sexual innuendos in the dialogue. For instance, a man saying that if a woman wants to film him nude, she is going to need a wide lens. All right. Violence and gore. Do you have a this guess? Is, this is six, this is sixty six. Catman or Catwoman. Okay, you, Lars, yep. you said Batman sixty six and yeah, and I said Catman accidentally. I'm gonna it. stick with Catman. Uh, it's not Batman. <laughs> Interesting strategy. Yeah. Thank it's, you. Well, First guess. Worst guess. I will give you credit in that Catman is a fantastic villain uh, that Gail Simone writes beautifully in the Secret Six no comics. Shit. Yeah, there is a Catman. So, uh, <laughs> but no, it is neither of those movies. It's also not Catwoman, the Holly Berry movie, if that's what you're yeah. guessing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Violence and gore. So, Lars, you can't guess again until the end, Julia. I know. Keep guessing. I, know man. I know which one it is now. Uh, violence and gore, moderate. Get this. This is going to unlock it for you, Julia. Bruce Wayne's parents are murdered. <laughs> well, that only happens 500 times. Yeah. So. Uh, Batman uses martial arts techniques in numerous fight scenes throughout the film. And an acrobat with knives attached to his boots tries to stab Batman. But Batman tases him in the crotch and knocks him unconscious. Is it Batman Begins? It's not Batman no. Begins. All right. I'm going to. So we're going to hit the final clue. And then. Uh, yeah. So then Julia, you'll get another guess. And then if you don't get it, I think Lars gets to guess again. So final clue. Many people are killed throughout the film using the Joker's lethal laughing gas, which leaves a grotesque grin on their face. This includes a mass gassing attempt on the street with giant balloons filled with gas, but Batman manages to remove them from the area with his bat wing. What's the one with Jack Nicholson? It's the one with Jack Nicholson. Hey, I win. I forgot I had sound effects. <laughs> By the way, I got so invested in reading them. I forgot Wah. that I, I have. <laughs> and. 
So there we go. Now we're, now we're ready. Now we're ready. So assume <laughs> I played that. <laughs> you had all those wrong guesses. Oh, man. Remember when he played those sound effects at yeah. the beginning of this round? That was outstanding. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's a lot. I have to read and, and press buttons. It's, it's pandemonium. All right. So you, Julia, know what, you know what threw me? You know what threw me off? I thought it was a clue, but it actually threw me off is I thought they did more smoking in the 60s, but they were actually, we were all smoking more cigarettes in the 80s. Yeah, there's so a that, lot of so smoking in that Nicholson bath. There's a lot of smoking cigarettes. The 80s right. was a rough time. Yeah. 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 All right. So Julia is up one to Ayo. zero. Yeah. With right. the one with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, round two alcohol and drug use, mild. Alcoholic beverages are consumed by guests at a gala. No guesses? Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, uh, Batman. Sex and nudity, none. The film contains some instances of mildly suggestive humor. Batman is seen taking off his clothes and putting on his, bat ro- his bathrobe. I almost said his batrobe. No, 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 no. Violence and gore, mild. Lots of extreme destruction and mayhem occur in the second half. Two-Face's left side is more disfigured than usually depicted. Instead of being burned down to his... The Dark Knight. Damn it. I was going to say that. Ooh, I wasn't. Instead of being burned (laughs) down to his epidermis layer, his face is burned down to the bone so that his skull is visible. Overall, the depiction of violence is mild and often humorous. That's a... um, Don't look at me. I don't know the answer. Do you have a guess? Is that uh, one of the Danny? No. Danny Elfman. Oh, I love, wasn't in Danny oh, Elfman, was it? I love that you refer to the movies that the Danny Elfman <laughs> That's what movies. they should be called. All right. <laughs> Final clue. There was a Harvey Dent, but there was not a Two-Face. All okay, right. thank you. Final clue. There are some utterances of very mild language in the film, such as the term sucks, darn, and butt. <gasps> when Dick <sighs> tells Bruce that his name is Richard, but all the kids at the orphanage call him Dick, Bruce responds with, well, children can be cruel. I honestly have nothing. Is it the George Clooney one? Damn it. ER? Ring, ring, ring. (laughs) (laughs) I will give a hint since you both look confused. There are Batman guesses. There are Batman movies that were theatrically released that are not live action, and they might be the answer to this. Oh. An animated Batman. Is that the guess? An animated Batman? <laughs> yes. Uh, is it... Um, fuck, I don't know. Try... Was um, it the, the, oh, the oh, 90s? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Lars, you can one? guess... Lars, you can guess again at this point because yeah, we're at the guess. end. You oh, guess. can I guess again at this I point? Yeah. Could it yeah. be Mask of the Phantasm? Year one. It's pronounced fangasm. There's only it's um, it's a lot. It was released, I didn't do I didn't do the direct to video ones. This was released in the theaters. Oh, oh. It had a theatrical oh. release, and it's not Mask of the Phantasm, and it's animated. Legend and, of the Use. And everyone has Legos in it. Oh. Oh, son of a fucker. The Batman Lego movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Didn't yeah. see yeah. that. That's one. tricky. That's tricky, and I like it. Yeah. I That's why I, I did that one second. One. So I don't know. Are like, <laughs> are we giving that to Julia? Are we? No. Most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. So. No. You didn't give the answer. You gave a clue, and she used the goddamn clue. Okay. I said the animated Batman. Yeah. You said Batman Lego movie, and that's the name of the damn yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's two to nothing. I like it. All right. So there's three more. So huh. you still have time. If you run the board, these last three, you got this. Okay. Get your shit right. together. Okay. All right. So round three, alcohol and drug use, mild. Alcoholic beverages are consumed by patrons at a gala. What? I know. So many galas. Yeah. Well, that's... I- a character smokes Waiting a time, baby. A character smokes a cigar. <laughs> mm. Sex and nudity, mild, no nudity, no sex acts, except passionate kissing in certain scenes. While discussing a telescope at a charity gala, Bruce Wayne says, "Don't point it at my bedroom." Violence and gore, mild. Two characters almost fall to their deaths. Oh, that's um, that's the one with Maggie Gyllenhaal, isn't it? The one with Maggie Gyllenhaal? Is it, you're saying Shit. uh, you're saying The Dark Knight? Is sure. That no. Damn it. Um, fist fights. So many people fall. Oh, wait, no, it was Katie Holmes. So many people fall. He rescues so many people in midair. <laughs> so don't sweat it. <laughs> Fist fights, ground, bud. fist fights and kicking are in almost every scene. A man blows himself up and falls to the ground a good distance away. There's some gunfire. A room full of men are nearly suffocated. And finally, Bane throws a security guard out of a window. No guess? Got anything? I have, there's still a final rises. clue. If, what was it? Bane. Dark Knight Rises? Nah. Lars? Fuck me. I guess we'll have to say Batman and Robin. Ring-a-ding-ding! (laughs) And the final clue was Poison Ivy is a very sexy, seductive person and frequently kisses her victims to death. (laughs) That's... Sassy, bro. Yeah. All right. Two to one. Round four. Reading these, you kind of appreciate that someone wants to do something different with with Batman <laughs> storytelling, I never realized how many parties and galas there were in every. Yeah. So yeah. many galas. Yeah. Okay. Right. Alcohol and drug use. So many skylights. <laughs> Alcohol and drug use. Mild. Champagne Wait. is consumed by guests at a party. Uh, a criminal uses teddy bears to ship drugs. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a guess? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm gonna wait for one more. Okay. Sex and nudity. None. A little kiss at the end of the film between a couple. <laughs> I like just that description. Mm-hmm. Also, kiss. Yeah, this one's <laughs> weird, by the way. I wrote this down, and I'm concerned about the parent that submitted this, but I'll see what you oh, two no. think. A woman's nipples are seen poking out of her shirt multiple times throughout the movie. This is most evident in her last scene where she's wearing a silk shirt. I feel like that says more about the guy who submitted it than the movie. Right. But, yeah. They're think, just like yeah. marking down exact time <laughs> At the frames. One hour and fifteen minute mark. <laughs> if you freeze frame it, like, <laughs> you can see half a nip. Yeah. So I thought that was weird. So far, so far, this really sounds like um, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. But okay, I'm trusting you that this is a Batman movie. 
right. Violence and gore, mild. A man is shot in the back by a corrupt officer, and it's implied that his corpse is dumped into the river. A criminal is urinating in a bathroom. Batman appears behind him and smashes his head against a mirror, knocking him unconscious. Batman ensnares a corrupt cop and interrogates him, threatening to drop him from a high height. You got it? I saw this one. Okay. What was the name of it? Batman. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. It probably was. Uh, it's Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. That one. I just watched that recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final like, wait, clue. I remember him smashing yeah. his face in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, final clue was Batman is set on fire during, by Scarecrow during their first encounter and falls from a high building. All right. So it's two to two. What's the guy's name who played Scarecrow? Cillian uh, Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Yeah. That's or right. Killian. I've heard of Killian? pronounced Killian That's as well. Killian. Irish yeah. bastard. Killian's yeah. Irish Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So it's two to two. Is uh, this is it? This is all the marbles. <laughs> it all comes down to this. All right. I have a feeling you might know more than me. It's we're tied. <laughs> however, <laughs> alcohol and drug use mild. Get this: alcoholic beverages are consumed by patrons in a tavern. Ooh. Whoa! A tavern. Cigarettes are smoked throughout the film. Sex and nudity none. But there is some flirting. Violence and gore, mild. Six henchmen are killed. There's a fight mm. in a hotel room between Bruce Wayne and several villains, and there is a bomb that explodes. Anything? Do you want the final clue? Yeah. He doesn't. Um, I I am not going to ask for the final clue, only because, oh man, I kind of want to take a guess, but I don't have a really good one. What do you think I should do? Opponent. Pull your dick out, man. Do it. <laughs> I was talking about in the game. Make that guess. That's what <laughs> yeah. I meant. Flash your boobs. Um, That's your foreplay. Lars, flash your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> my my guess my guess actually makes no sense. I have a Dude. feeling I haven't. I don't think I've seen this. Have I seen this movie? You've seen this movie. Take your guess though. What's your guess? Do it. Like. Okay, okay. Can you go over the clues one more time? Okay. No. Uh, okay. There's alcohol <laughs> consumed. Uh, sure. In, in a tavern, sure. cigarette smoking. There's some flirting. Uh, henchmen are killed. There's a fight in a hotel room, and there is a bomb that explodes. A fight in a hotel room. That's where I'm stuck. Because we already did the Dark Knight and, and Tavern. Like and Tavern is weird. And the smoking is weird as well. Um, I'm going to go with a previous guest. I'm going to say Batman Mask of the Phantasm. That hurts. Ooh. That hurts. Ooh. All right. Final clue. An exploding shark made by the villains bites Batman's leg and hang, as he hangs from a helicopter ladder in the beginning, he kicks the shark off after using shark repellent, and it falls and explodes in the water. Did I see this one? No, you, you haven't seen this. It was, it was actually my, my first guess in this. I don't remember anyone dying. Apparently six henchmen were killed. I didn't remember that either, but that's what the parents want you to know yep. in the parental yep. guide. 
But yeah, the smoking throughout helps too. Yeah, that should have. Batman. Uh... Did you say Batman and then trail off? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. No, I think she just said Batman. Yeah, you yeah, said Batman said and then Batman. stopped. That is correct. It is the 1966 film titled Batman. So you did it. Killed it. Yeah. Killed it. That was it. What's yeah. my prize? <laughs> Shame? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, me- it messed me up because I don't remember anyone dying in that, but I- I'm sure in-, in the animated Batman, lots of people died and also people did actually... I want to say they at least smoke cigars in that. I think there's a one guy. I think there's one guy. Isn't there a guy on oxygen who smokes a cigar in that movie? I feel like. Yeah, you're probably right. And also, um, what is his name? Uh, Bullock. Bullock. Oh, Bullock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a cigar, right? Yeah, Yeah, Bullock. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And there's there's definitely, I mean, is there an explosion in every Batman movie? I feel like there has to be. I was just going to say, there has to be an explosion in every Mm -hmm. Batman movie. Mm -hmm. Also, and I I think Batman Mask of the Phantasm has a party scene. So I think there is, because Lego Batman has a drinking scene, which surprised me. So I literally think every Batman film has someone holding at least like a champagne glass at a gala. (laughs) What a douche. (laughs) So many galas. So many. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is it? Wearing a tux after 6 p.m. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> also, what was that cufflink scene? What was that? You don't have no cufflinks, oh, I forgot sir. About that. That's right. Why do you love those cufflinks? About, You're um, stealing from me, Alfred. <laughs> like, he like loses his shit and he's like, your dad gave this to me. Also, I fucking raised you, you like ungrateful yeah. piece of shit. Actually, I am your father for all intents and purposes. It doesn't we actually really talk about how good Andy Circus is all the time. Andy Circus is great. Yeah. Like, he's good. Yeah. He, they gave him so little. Not just to go off of, but also line and yeah. How would you rank him story wise? But he like he also like I, I he should have been in it more if he was fucking doing his work for him. Pep Pep is doing his son's homework basically. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why he's so dumb because Alfred did all his schoolwork for him. That's yeah. the, he felt bad his parents were dead, so he just. But he's kept... an orphan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what. But yeah, well, how would you? How would you rank him amongst the live action Alfreds? Like, because I rank Alfreds, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, because I don't think I don't think he got a fair shake. I don't think Jeremy Irons got a fair shake. No. But I do, I feel like I want to see, because I think what, maybe Julia, what you're hinting at, I want to see Andy Serkis be the Jeremy Irons Alfred that they were trying to create of like, he's his pal that's like super into like doing all this stuff. I love, like that's another weird recent Batman thing of like cool guy Alfred, like I'm cool. I'm cool and I do all this stuff too. Where it's like, yeah, I Alfred should be an old man with like male pattern baldness who wears yes. a, No, he should be he should be the Michael King Alfred of like Michael I this the, the beleaguered old man who like I'm I'm going through this because I kinda get what this guy is doing anyway. He's my son, so I, I'm gonna help him out. Yeah, I've buried I enough members of the I'm Wayne tired of family. his shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he did a really good job. <laughs> but you know, they did a really good job of like 
I, yeah, I, that's probably the best relationship in all the Nolan movies is just that consistent, like, I love you, but yeah. God damn it, Bruce. Yes, I'm so so, tired of your shit. Yeah, and like you buy it when one of these white hairs. But yeah, you buy it when he. (laughs) Michael Caine. You don't realize that he's only forty years old in those movies, but he's just aged by twenty years of (laughs) of raising Bruce Wayne on his own. But yeah, just the way that like he got you, so you, into character. But yeah, you understand why he's like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Like, I'm gonna yeah. go drink my my fancy drink in you know Italy or whatever, and, and right, maybe you'll right. show up and wave at me. But don't come over. It's just just wave. It's fine. No. I just want to know you're not it's dead. Not. But like, we don't. Yeah. We can just go our separate ways. Don't come over. It's so tacky. It's yeah. so tacky. Just, so just. Tacky. What if you just call on like Christmas and my birthday? It's fine. We don't need yeah. to. We don't need to hang out when we're both on yeah. vacation. It's fine. Just wave at me. That's my dream. My dream is that you wave at me from across the restaurant. Wave <laughs> yeah. at me. Buy me drinks and food. That's it. Yeah, and then I'm gone. Which also, That's I think all. they imply that that Alfred has all the money because he's declared dead. So I think that Alfred is rich. Like, boom. Yeah. Best case scenario. Right. Also, you get all the money, but you actually kept the kid alive. Also, Andy Circus, Andy Circus's <laughs> Alfred is definitely rich because I don't believe this Bruce Wayne knows how to pay his bills. So he definitely like Alfred has There's all no the access. There's no fucking way. Oh, yeah. he's just he's just squirreling <laughs> yeah. that shit away. Yeah, yeah he has Alfred's no idea. Embezzling money for sure. Alfred's embezzling money yeah. and he's lying to Bruce about how much money he has because he's just calling him up and he's mm. like, you know, what if we buy an ostrich? And he's like, oh, we're really tapped out this month. Master Bruce, sorry. <laughs> no, wait. Sorry, Master Bruce, the stocks aren't good. <laughs> yeah, you know, sorry. Gotham. You lost a bunch of the stock market. You know how it is. He doesn't own any stocks. Like He's like, oh, stock market was real but bad this boy, month. boy, howdy, does Alfred. Oh, yeah, Alfred has a, <laughs> a rich portfolio. Crypto shit? Yeah. Oh, don't tell me Alfred's into good. crypto. Damn it. <laughs> All right. I think we did it, yep. though. We had to have. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. any I don't know, any parting thoughts? What did we learn? <laughs> they should stop making these. <laughs> It'd take five years. We're already making another one of these, but, you know, maybe, maybe take a break. Maybe do something different. I think that's my thing. That's yeah. my final thing that I want to say is, like, what if we actually There's did so something different? comics. Yeah, just do something different. Do a different movie. You don't have to keep rebooting Batman every three. Like, it's Warner Brothers owns DC Comics. It's not like one of those deals where they had to keep making final, like, uh... The uh, Fantastic the Four. Stuff. Yeah, it's not like Spider-Man or Fantastic yeah. Four where it's like they have to keep the contract. You just own this. You could rest Batman for however long you wanted. You're not going to lose take the rights. Like, yeah, just take, take a, break. a break. We don't we don't need a new uh, Batman every few years. I was just saying to him yesterday or the other day in general, we were watching Moon Knight and I was so excited about them bringing more weird shit to the table. Yes. That's great. Do yeah. that more often. Yes. Yeah. On one hundred percent. And I, I think that's some of the disadvantage too of like if you're going to keep doing Batman movies, make a weird Batman movie. Like there's a lot of yes. weird Batman stuff. Like have him yes. interact with you know I don't know Calendar Man and Kite Man and Condiment King or like like bring in <laughs> like the mystical shit. You know, bring in Batmite. Like do something weird. Like we've done eight million serious, quote unquote, grounded, gritty Batman movies. Honestly, yep. I'd be happy if we made another Adam West type of Batman movie at this point. Make something weird and campy. That would be great. Yeah. With like pow. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Just Go ahead. Anyth- anything different at this point. Yeah. Because it all just feels so the same and so exhausting. 
Yeah, but also when it's not, this one was not the same, but it was more exhausting. Yes, yes, somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's like its differences weren't fun. They were just, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it just feels like a drag. Like it felt, <sighs> yeah, it felt like homework. It shouldn't, I like Batman. It shouldn't feel like a chore to watch the latest Batman movie. Nah. I also, I will also, throw. Can I, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, please. Can yeah. I just say that I was expecting you to read out the uh, IMDb stuff for some like Batman based porn oh. at some point, <laughs> just based on that that game. I was just expecting something weird like that. So. Fair enough. I mean, if if anyone is injured, the Axel Braun uh, 1966 Batman porn parody <laughs> is is really fantastic. It captures the spirit of of the you know, the show. Well, is it called Batman? <laughs> I think it is just called like they're all called like Batman Triple X or something like the. Yeah, How did they get the name? Oh, yeah, I, I think before, they call it a parody. So I think technically it's like protected under okay. parody right. laws. But yeah, I, I don't know. Or Warner Brothers is too dignified to bring a lawsuit against them. <laughs> yeah. No shame. But, uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> right, right as we're wrapping up, too. I will just say, too, like Molly and I rewatched Birds of Prey and that movie is criminally underrated and is fantastic. So much fun. And is that yeah, was it, the last movie that we saw before the pandemic. Same. And yeah, same. I was so happy with that choice. Yeah. No, it's. It is so much fun. It got overlooked because everyone hated Suicide Squad. And then somehow everyone watched James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, which was good, but they didn't go back and watch it. It's on HBO Max. Just watch that movie. It's fantastic. It holds up really well. And yeah, yeah. it's so much fun, has such a clear vision, is so rewatchable, and is all the things that I didn't feel about this movie. Also, I think like an hour and 40 minutes, it's, it flew yeah. by, you yeah. know, <laughs> reasonable. Like yeah. Not more. Yeah, reasonable. I mean, and also I just loved like it's, you know, she just wants an egg sandwich. Like it's the stakes are the right stakes. People are trying to murder her. She's trying not oh, to die. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I know how that feels to be searching for that good griddle sandwich mm -hmm. where, you know, they never clean that griddle. Oh, oh yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, I'm more invested in her losing that sandwich than anything that happened in this movie. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Fun, fun fact. That was um, uh, that was a duck egg. Because uh, Margot Robbie is allergic to chicken. No shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. What yeah, a bougie know. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a duck egg. No wonder. That's why she was so upset. That had to be expensive. And that was like her last money. And it's like, yeah, so your last money. You're you buying duck egg sandwiches. <laughs> you can't get that shit at a boat Oh, egg, man. Huh? I want a duck egg sandwich so bad now. You ask for a duck egg and they just be like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, well, they're duck eggs. We keep them right next to the regular eggs, and they look like them. Right yeah. up my asshole. <laughs> duck eggs. We can't even. We can't even get chicken eggs. Do you know what right. kind of eggs you've been eating here? We don't either. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's not having reactions because they're not chicken eggs, but they're not duck no, eggs. Uh, not duck eggs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you both so much. This was fun. I felt this was the catharsis I needed. After having seen this movie, I, I purged yep. it, and now we can all forget that it exists until the I, next yeah, one comes out. Yeah, I was out. glad to get it out. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it never it, happened. It's funny yep. the amount of people that I've heard have like so like among the three of us had like really similar criticisms of the movie, but then say overall they liked it. Which um, I'm not. Look, I'm, I, obviously I'm not going to disagree with with an opinion, but I you're wrong. Um, uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah. Like I, I kept, I kept trying to like it. It didn't work. I'm glad the things that didn't work, I got out of my system to a captive audience. So yeah, yep. thank, yeah. Thank, thank you all for this group therapy session. Yeah. Now I can stop thinking about this dumb movie. Yeah. To yes. both of you and to our 500 rabid uh, vigilante fans that are, are listening and waiting for our instructions. <laughs> yes. Our instructions are watch Birds of Prey a bunch so that it, they make another one of those. There we go. Yes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Or remember. Yes. Question everything. And shut up and get a lawyer. Production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. In a world where people watch movies, I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. Sometimes 
they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.